Well, look who it is. You're back. Welcome back, guys. Drama Graduate Podcast as ever. Dara Feely here, chatting away, chatting in your ear. Um, thank you so much for clicking on. Once again, so you're great for coming back and we really greatly appreciate it. As ever, if you're enjoying the podcast, uh, give us a like and a share. Head over to our Facebook page and share. Give us a good rating and a review on Apple Podcasts if you could. It'd be very much appreciated. And yeah, enough of me. Thank you very much for clicking on and enjoy the episode. They got like this little mic on them that records the stuff and like I think, I think I was doing a te- I think it was the first one I did it was like a tester I was recording the whole thing and it just recorded but my earphones were like on the bed and I didn't realise that my phone was connected so like oh, yeah. all you heard was like little like dis- I was listening back and I was like it's really quiet and it's really muffled it's because it was being recorded from my bluetooth head- headphones that were like oh, on the other weird. side of the room so it was like a nightmare Um. so yeah we're going to start right now um so this is how we, so this is how we started right and it's so it's okay. so it's so awful this week on the drama graduate podcast we have you're gonna go you're not gonna Ivan Gaffney. <laughs> <laughs> i barely made it through that i don't know how you did um oh my god thank you so much Ivan, for coming on on a sunday on a sunday everybody she's here on a sunday um not at all not at all where are you are you you're back in kilkenny are you yeah, I am, yeah. Lovely, lovely stuff, lovely Down stuff. the countryside. Down the countryside. Enjoying the sun. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's going to be so funny. So much of this is me trying to <laughs> word myself. Because, like, if you listen to the unedited versions of the first few ones, I'm just, it's just me going, like, um, I had a question. I forgot it. Like, I have, like, I, imagine, I have them written down. I imagine down, it's like, not an easy job. It's really weird because it's, like, like I know you and, I, I like, I'm able to chat away to you. But, like, when I'm asking yeah. you questions, like, like these ones, it's kind of, like... I don't know, it's just weird. It's kind of, it's just a bit like, I'm, I'm slowly learning. I'm slowly kind of picking up my faults and stuff. Um, and like trying to, trying to make it quick, which I'm not doing right now. Um, so, <laughs> so we're going to start off. Uh, it's just a simple question. Um, because like we, we I, I, I'm always astounded that like, I never have asked anybody in the Lear, like, how did you get into acting? Or like, how did you get to drama school? Because it's like, mm. it's something you just take as a given that like, you know, we all do it, so you, you, if you ask one person, yeah. you ask after everybody. But I figure a good way to start this off would be, if you would just tell us, like, your very first taste of acting and that journey to how you ended up at the door of drama school. My very first taste of acting? Uh, Christ, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be honest, like, when I was a child, I did all the sort of things that people do like speech and drama lessons and like dance lessons and all that kind of crack yeah um but I I kind of got um interested in the idea of acting more like when I was um kind of like a pre-teen kind of an age yeah but I I was very very shy and very very nervous um so I didn't really do much <laughs> about it. <laughs> and I like did you know like dip my toe every now and then in like local musicals and stuff. But I was just so oh, so nervous. Um, I didn't really uh, start doing much until I was in college. Really, it wasn't yeah. until I went to Trinity and um, and when I got there, I was like, okay, this is it. Now I'm I'm away from home. Nobody knows who I am. Yeah, I can I'm do this. And then of course I was just still as nervous as I ever was (laughs) and it took um it took a while to sort of get over that it wasn't actually really until towards the end of my time at Trinity that I was able to be in plays yeah (laughs) 
and um, and then it was and then I suppose when I after Trinity I sort of was like uh, I sort of I let myself off the hook a bit I kind of I had always been really studious and really um kind of committed to doing what I was supposed to be doing mm. and um I sort of decided that I if I wanted to see about acting then I kind of would give myself the time to do that to see what that would be like mm. um so I uh and I was kind of lucky enough that I'd fallen in with a number of people who who had all of the kind of gumption and courage and and presumption that I just didn't have yeah and they were like yeah yeah like we're gonna be theater makers yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh cool can I go <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, one of whom was of course Annie Cook who's in your oh. ear um, that's when me and Annie became uh, oh. we became mates. I was only talking to her this morning. She's oh, she's a gem. Where you? Oh yeah, yeah, gem, absolute gem, absolute. I miss her. I yeah. miss her. Um, but yeah, so it, so then I actually had two amazing years where I um, was able to just sort of make for for no money, mm-hmm. <laughs> like kind of almost on a consistent basis, just from people that I knew from Trinity and kind of one one kind of thing leading to another thing and I was just like waitressing full-time the whole whole way through that to sort of fund it Mm. but um but it was really great yeah and like after one year I auditioned for the Lear and I didn't get in I got um I got as far as the waiting list and then I didn't get in and then uh after and then I sort of just kept going doing what I was doing um and I joined a co-op agency, which was really cool. Reactors, which is a brilliant, really brilliant uh, way of learning about the industry yeah. at that time. And started getting a few jobs here and there. And then I got into the Lear and then that's, that. I, that's what happened. <laughs> Do you think, because cause, cause co-op agency is basically like, you kind of work alongside them. Is that right? And because it, what role um, did that it's, be? It's every, but all of the actors are the agents. So it's yeah. like the members, you're sort of a member rather than a client and mm. everybody sort of rotates uh, working in the office and, and people have different positions and there are meetings. And so everybody kind of reps each other. Yeah. So you get to be involved in the running of an agency basically, which is a really cool way of seeing how things work in the industry, which I had absolutely no idea of. Like, yeah. I, really, I didn't know any, I did I wouldn't have known anybody growing up or anything who was an actor. So I, I really just didn't understand how things worked. <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's, I think that's such an, that's something I always kind of, because like I never worked, like I did one professional gig when I was younger, when I was 15. Um, mm. But like I haven't worked as an actor. So I feel like it, one thing that always kind of frightens me is that like I don't know how the, how the profession works. Like in terms like like I I'll, like I'll come out having all this training and I'll and but the one thing that kind of scares me is like okay, but now I actually have to navigate Dublin and I have to navigate like the the world of of acting. So I think that's that's such a good experience to have though because that's kind of like an early yeah. ensemble uh, experience in a way. Would you would you would you yeah. say or yeah? Well, I mean, from it was I suppose from the point of view of um, having connections in the industry uh, or having a connection to the industry and actually, do you know what? Getting to know people who've been in it for years because yeah. up until then, all I knew was people my own age who were sort of like making fringe theatre and that kind of stuff. So getting to know people who were who were have so much more experience and had known you know new Dublin for years um, was really cool. Yeah, and then. Be- because I never, I, I never knew that you auditioned before you got in, and you didn't get in. Oh, that's, yeah. that's bad. What was that like when you didn't get? Did you just sort of, did you shrug it off your shoulders, or did you not really pay, or like, or did it affect you in uh, a certain way? I can't, I can't 
hardly remember it. <laughs> and that probably means it didn't it didn't hurt me too much. Uh, like, because yeah. um, I suppose what happens is you, you're told you get to the end of the process and you're told you're on the waiting list, and then you have this long period of time when you may or may not get a phone call, mm. and then that time sort of elapses. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like you get it's not like a hard no, and that I suppose might be a bit upsetting. Yeah. But like have enough time to sort of figure out what, what, your, what your next year of your life is going to look like not in the lair. Yeah. Um, and I was, again, I was lucky that I had, I had lots of friends and people who were doing stuff. So I didn't, I didn't, my future or anything. Like I, I just was like, oh, okay, so it's, I'm not doing that this year. Yeah. I'm going to do something else. And then, because I think um, one of the things that always kind of fascinates me about uh, drama schools is because it's, it's a unique situation in, a, in terms of learning environment because you're always in a, a year that, like age doesn't really seem to matter like it kind of you know mm. you, there's people who are just leaving school there's people like you who've done a degree and, and worked for a while and then come in um did you ever was there ever a moment um when you kind of when you would have felt that coming in younger you would have liked to have come in a bit younger or were you just happy that you came in at the time you came in um no I think I'm happy to have come in when I came in I uh like uh... I can't imagine even auditioning for the lair at the age of 18. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't have made it through the front doors of the building. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean that. Yeah. I really wouldn't have. Um, it didn't occur to me when I was applying to college to apply to drama school. It didn't occur to me once. Because I just thought that's just not something that is within the realm of possibility right now. And I, don't, I, I think I got in when I was supposed to get in. And when I wanted to and when I was ready to. Um, and... And I think I, I think I benefited from the training all the better for having been there at the right time. Totally. For me. Also, like in my year, we were very, there was quite, like we were quite balanced in terms, like there was like about half of us were in my situation where we'd had a degree or had a bit of time after school or done a bit of work. And roughly the other half were slightly younger. But at the same time, nobody in, in my class came in straight out of Leaving Cert. Yeah, everybody yeah. either you know, had the, had a degree or had tried a bit of a degree and dropped out or had done a foundation course somewhere yeah. um or had taken a few years of something yeah and um, so that like and after i think after like a certain amount of time all of that sort of becomes a bit irrelevant because yeah, like you're you sort of relate to people on the basis of your shared experience in the training and that's yeah. kind of uniform across the boards it, it kind of doesn't matter what happened before after a certain amount of time yeah because i think like uh, some of my really good friends now would be like, like mcleod who's like you know and then and, and cattle is like 25 and chloe and annie like who are years older than me like but it doesn't really seem to like matter like it kind of <laughs> just it just blends like um which is such a funny thing because like like i auditioned when i was 17 and i was so like Jeez. blissfully ignorant <laughs> but i was this thing i was so ignorant like i had no like I kind of just always kind of grew up with the sense that, yeah, like I'll just be an actor because it was what I enjoyed and I, I didn't ever have like, um, it was really weird. Like I never had that kind of thing of, because I, because I, it, it, it's all, it all sort of blended for me. Like with, by the time I realized drama schools were a thing, I was quite young. So I was still doing it and still enjoying it. And I was like, mm. yeah, I'll just, I'll just go to drama school. But like, I can imagine like, it's just such a weird thing of like, how blissfully ignorant I was when I was younger. Like I just kind of went for it. I was like, I was like, yeah, I'll go for it. Um, um, yeah, like the, I think like one of the only reasons, like I know how old everybody is in my class because we've gone around the circle enough times, you know, yeah. saying it, something about yourself, you know. Yeah. But um, I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know in your year. I don't know anybody's 
you all seem the same to me. There was a thing, there's a thing that Dave, David Horn said to, um, said to us when we first started and he said that um, you come to the Lear and you expect all your problems to be solved. So you get into Lear, you expect all your problems to be solved and then you, you're, you're starting and you're there and you're like, Jesus Christ. Did that have any, did you reckon, did you resonate with any of that in your first few months or? Uh, No. Well, um, no. I remember, I remember uh, realising very early on how, how far I had to go. (laughs) Like (laughs) in the first, in the first week, I remember, or even in the first few days, like first few days, Bridget Panay, Mm. Bridget Panay, just the first week, I remember her saying, stop trying to be good. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> that, that, that's it for me now, isn't it? That's going to yeah. be the whole training. <laughs> to learn how to not try to be good. Um, and that, uh, that's hard. So I, I, so I think I always knew it was going to be really hard. Mm. But there def- I mean, I definitely understand what you're saying. Like, there is an extent to which, like, you focus so much on trying to get in that you think that as soon as you get in, it's then you're done. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, 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 you're in the air. Everything is going to be fine. And mm. actually, that's just the beginning of, of hardship. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, because Leo, like, Leo said, he said something to me that was like, <laughs> I thought it was so funny. He was like, the happiest moment in my training was definitely the summer uh, right after I found out I got in because it's just it's like that period of absolute euphoria and I remember but, but I think there's there's some truth in that and then there's like you know I feel like there's plenty of happy moments in the training but I feel like the time you're most blissfully unaware of what like what drama school is going to be like and you're just excited about going mm. there and you've gotten in and, and then you started it and it's a whole new it's a whole new different story um, yeah well, I think that's not like, I think that's important I think it's important to have to sort of be a bit blissfully unaware for a bit. oh yeah, yeah. It, it is exciting getting into drama school and it's important that you enjoy the excitement of that uh, separate to the hardship of it. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, like I think that, and then there's a thing that I find is kind of like a common theme amongst people that I am talking to, and um, even people in my own year and myself at some points of that idea of imposter syndrome, and how I think that 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 kind of is a thing that affects some people in drama school. It doesn't affect some people in drama school. Like some actors have it throughout their entire lives you know like some don't like did you feel like there was ever a point where you experienced oh yeah (laughs) like i I don't know any other way of being an actor (laughs) 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 um i yeah i I think uh oh yeah of course especially like because what's happening is essentially um you're being sort of the experience is is about you being not called out but like uh having all all of the being exposed sort of yeah. as for all of the crutches that you have and all of the tendencies that you have and all of the ways in which you compensate for your lack of, com- of complete confidence in yourself and yeah. all of the things that you've built up to cope with that so it can be really it can be really hard and, and scary um, and, and you, it can lead you definitely to feeling like I was never supposed to be here that's that's the truth I was never supposed to be here they made a terrible mistake and uh it'd be better and, and you know Lachlan could come in the room at any point and say I'm so sorry we made a mistake <laughs> really should leave now <laughs> um but I think that's like I don't know I think that's sort of always going to be the case and not in a, like a super not in like a really depressing way but just like I don't know if you're pursuing something that you really want or you're pursuing a dream but that 
that's that big yeah i think there's always going to be a party that's going are you sure <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is this really what you're supposed to be doing but yeah no I, I don't know i've kind of accepted it at this point yeah um try not to let it get in the way of anything it's hard though very hard did you ever feel mm-hmm. that you were like um did it ever kind of occur to you that maybe you might be alone in that or do you were you kind of did you kind of have the wherewithal to know that people were other people in your class were experiencing that i think yeah like i i know like well i suppose this thing like you know in theory that every like everybody feels this way and yeah. then, but i think pretty central to the whole imposter syndromes experience that you really believe you are the only one in this room who talented enough yeah and that's um and I think that, like, the, the aloneness of it, I think, is kind of central to it. But, yeah, you do know in theory and you're encouraged to share all the time those kinds of fears and worries. Yeah. <laughs> and you try. It's it's so hard to do. Like, I mean, I think, because you're so right, like, I think we all kind of know. But I think unless you kind of hear from them, like, you don't believe it. Like, you because mm. you're like, because I look at some people in my class and, like, I look at you guys now in, 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 in last year and this year, like, and I'm going, like, fuck, like, they're just flying it, like. But I think it's 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 so like it's just it's not the case. Like I mean, I, I think that's what's so nice about chatting to all of you now and kind of getting those stories because like like we're all the same in a way. Like I think no matter what age you are, oh, yeah. you are you're always feeling that because yeah. the training is so it's tailored to anybody at any in any age. It doesn't really matter what age you are. Like you're just kind of going through it and you're experiencing all those things. Um, yeah, but so it's tough. Like it's definitely tough to talk to people about it because you don't want to. It's almost like if you admit it, you're kind of like. <laughs> you're given into it you're kind of like it's like i don't want to tell anybody about it because you're like i'm just gonna just gonna just strive on and and try to fix it but there's also like and this is maybe not a good way of looking at it but like there's also like when you're in a room with people who are going through the same thing as you most of the time that's brilliant but sometimes it does sort of like diminish what you're going through a little bit like you're like you're like oh i'm I'm feeling this way today and everyone's like oh my god girl i feel that way all the time (laughs) oh cool but I thought we were going to talk about me like yeah yeah um I look at like whatever way you look at it it's it's good days and bad days yeah totally but I think that's that's a really important point that like yeah because like in a way that it's it's kind of nice to know everybody's going through it but then it's like it's like that it's like that famous thing of like when you say oh I'm tired and you're like we're all tired like I feel like there's always somebody who like just has to say like has to say we're all tired and it's like yeah yeah fair enough but it's all right that I'm tired, like, like I'm mm. feeling it now. Um, and I feel like there's, because there's such a big thing of, like, having to push on and having to park your feelings at the door. Um, yeah. And I was only chatting to him about this yesterday, and I think in many ways that's that's very useful, like, it's helpful and it's, it's necessary sometimes to work, but in a very unusual environment that drama school is, it's important to deal with those things as well and, like, you know, talk about things and kind of oh, ma- yeah. make time for other people to have those things like you know it's it's because otherwise it just becomes a and obviously this is a, like this is a dramatic case but it just becomes a bunch of people uh, like not talking about their issues like with the with the training of it um but i don't know that's just my, yeah that's just my take on it um, yeah but i think that like the, there's there's support there's a there's support kind of built in as well in the fact that you're in a, a group of 16 who watch each other go through everything and care yeah. a huge amount about yeah. each other so like there is a, a kind of an inbuilt support system as well which I yeah. think is really important yeah like the and year it is it would be horrible to go through it by yourself so horrible like I like another thing I was saying to Emmy yesterday that like it's it's so like you can talk to all the teachers you want you can like you know but I think that having the year is so special because you're all going through it together like you're all having individual journeys but to mm-hmm. like no two years have the same experience like you're always going through 
like everybody experiences the class in their own way but they experience it together do you know what I mean because it's the yeah. same things happen like it's, it's such a lovely environment to be surrounded in um and was there so if you could like this is always a kind of a tough one because I feel like there's so many of them in in, in drama training and in life in fact um but was there like if you could pick one or like you know maybe two um like defining moments of your training that you felt that like things clicked or like you're just like fuck like it's just like one of those moments of pure elation where you kind of felt the training working was there could you no relation eh let <laughs> <laughs> um, me think now for a sec uh, do you know what do you know what I always remember the last year when we were in second year coming towards the end when we did our voice showings our Joyce and Beckett showings yeah. I thought that was the best showing we probably ever did it was brilliant and it came, it came like completely out of nowhere because mm. we were all so at that time obsessed with our um, with our devising projects, half of us were like devising with Louise Lowe and the other half were working with New Kernhan and we were completely like obsessed with it. My like, what, we were out in Dublin Port all day, every day working like you know working. We weren't even in the building most of the time, and the other guys were like doing circuits and they were exhausted. Physical <laughs> 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 work. Um, so I like I think that showing kind of came out. Of, none of us knew what anybody else was doing because we we weren't in class and stuff. And it was all Joyce and Beckett pieces. And I just, it, I was just so like buzzed by watching my, my whole class suddenly like step in. The, they were just so good. Yeah. Everyone was so good. And it was, and it's not that I was surprised, but it was like kind of a, it was like a confidence just settled on top of the room. Yeah. And everybody just stood up into it and then just worked through it. And it was like, oh, wow. Like that. And that's, you know, coming quite close to the end of, of the two years of training, training. Yeah. Um, and for me, I was doing um, Molly, Molly Bloom. Bloom. Yeah, I remember it. Like, really hard. <laughs> and I spent the entire time like, going, I absolutely can't do this because, you know, it's like, there's no punctuation, so it has to be stream of consciousness. And I was very, I don't know, it was just something that I was like, I know, I know that I am going to do this and I know that, I know that it'll happen, but I just don't know how. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it will be in time for the showing. Um, <laughs> and then it, it worked and it was good and, and everybody was amazing. And I was I just, that's what I always think of when I think of realising that the training had, had sort of worked yeah, for us. Totally. Yeah, because I, I think they're, because like we're at the start of that process now of doing our Joyce and Beckett pieces. And I'm in, that, uh-huh. I'm, in, I'm in that place of going like, I cannot see for the life of me <laughs> how, how we're going to do it. Because like, we've just finished Porsche, we're just starting devising. Like there's so much down the garden path that I'm like, what the fuck? But I think what's, what's really unique about what you said there, and I think it's such, I feel like it's such a true thing. Those moments of like, those moments where you kind of have those best times at drama school often come when you're, when you're totally not expecting them. Like in terms of like... Yeah. Because as you said, like that showing was for all intents and purposes at the back of your heads for because you were working on devising and you were busy. Like your attentions were so elsewhere that you came. And I remember seeing that showing and it was a mammoth showing. Like I remember the amount of stuff you guys had to do for it. It was really long. <laughs> it, was, it was really long, but it was also like it was really it was a special one because 
like I think it was only a couple of first years were there, myself included, and it was in rehearsal five. Like there was no, like there was no, there was no light. There was like very like little lighting or like elaborate stuff going on. Yeah, I think it's when you're, it's kind of like when you're looking for something, and then you stop looking for it and you find it. If that makes sense, you know that kind of thing of like yeah, absolutely. When you're not focusing on it that much, or you're not giving it that much of your all. Um, but honestly, I find that all the time in life. If I can pull all of my super intense obsessive focus somewhere else then and and maybe that maybe in that somewhere else things will be a bit crap yes whatever's happening elsewhere will be fine because it's because i'm not as intense yeah exactly i think in the the lyrics well we all have a have a tendency to sort of obsess because everything is such a thing yeah it is like it's such an insular world we all know like because we've watched previous years go through everything we know, you know, it's like we know what the Greeks is like, and we know what the Shakespeare is like. You know, we know what each step of the way is, and mm. we obsess over it and analyze it, and like, you know, imagine it before it happens. And then, um, I think when, I think yeah, better things happen when when you're just not really looking too hard at them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because I think that's, but that then again, like that's such a, that's such an infuriating thing. I think about acting is that the things that you do by accident are always the best things you do. Do you know what I mean? In a way, or like you know. Yeah. But it's always true hard work as well. Like you know, it's that's the thing. Like because you have to, you definitely have to build it to that point where you can subconsciously do it or like you know. Because I think yeah. I was chatting to Natalie, uh, Natalie Dix yesterday, and she she made a really good point about um one of the very one of the special things about drama schools is watching the second years progress into third year and then from third year on because you really kind of see people's growth in a very in a very unique way and I think like I find that watching my year because I love that I love those moments where you watch your year and you're like Jesus Christ and I think Friday was one of those moments where I was watching Shadow and it's so special because I hadn't seen my year act since we were in first year because like we'd just been doing shows together since and I remember watching them yesterday and going like we're so good I was like we're so good I was like it was like I had the same experience watching my year in the in the Irish rap stuff as well, like watching the other half do Scythe. Yeah, that was like, a great one. We were all, because we were Playboy, and we were all sitting in the front row, like we had to do our show second. Yeah. So they were all first, and we were all just there, like, bawling. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe it, they're so good. Because it really, it really means something to watch people that you know so well and so minutely. Like completely transform and, yeah. and just step up into like a realm of confidence and profession that that is is, is all and everything that you want for them. Yeah, <laughs> so totally. It's such a special really thing. Because you do, you build up that relationship for your year that you like you've been through everything together and you know like you like there was you know people now on 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 Friday that I saw doing stuff. I was like, I know you struggled with that, or like I know that that was something that was egging you on and you couldn't, and like to see them achieve it. Um, How's it going, everyone? So sorry to interrupt. I hope you sincerely are enjoying the podcast. Um, and I'm sorry to be cutting in, but I just wanted to ask you all a quick favour. Um, alongside having already done me a massive favour by clicking on and listening to the podcast, which, once again, we really appreciate. What would be extra appreciated is if you would, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you could maybe give us a cheeky five-star rating um and maybe write a review a good review preferably um bad reviews they they don't tend to really help that much 
Um, but if you were able to leave, leave us a five star rating and write us a review, it could really help stretch the the net that this podcast could uh, could cast the podcast cast. Um, so if you could find the time to do that, that would be really really greatly um, appreciated. Um, so yes, I will not be taking up any more of your time. Once again, if you can, five seconds, five star rating, a good review, it would make the world of difference to this series. Um, and I would love you forever. Genuinely, I mean that. Um, so yes, enough out of me. Back to the show. And then kind of, like these are kind of two, these are two very fun questions. Uh, so for you then, what would, what would have been the, the best thing that you experienced about drama training? <laughs> That's hard. It's so hard. It's such I, a awful I, question. Oh dear. Um, I mean, look, at, you know, we're not here to choose favourite. But uh, if I could have a movement class with Zoom every day for the rest of my life, I would be a very happy person. Mm. I think that 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 um, experience for me doing movement training was really, really life changing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the thing is, like every single, every single class. Oh no, my battery is running low. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's plugged in, but sometimes it like refuses to charge. So oh, I, mine does the same thing. They just have a mind of their own. These fucking technology bastards. Uh, sorry, what was I saying? Um, movement, yeah. But I mean, the like every single class sort of sort of gives you something very special. Yeah. I I appreciate hugely all of the Alexander work. I appreciate hugely all of the vocal training and I appreciate hugely, hugely all of, I mean, all of everything that Hillary gives mm. and David yeah, and Brian. And I mean, I'm going to stop naming people now because I'll just, I'll just like, you go not, down, a, you go yeah. down a path like, yeah, I, I know. I knew I shouldn't have gone down this path. I should have said something abstract about the name and name. I mean, everybody in the whole building, Colin and Anne and everybody, and yeah. Shauna. Um, anyway, we won't, I'll, I'll stop before I go any further with that. But yeah. I, I think, Okay, what I would put it down to, I think the most profound thing for me was the physical aspect of the training. Mm-hmm. That was really, um, was the biggest gift that I got from it because up until up until then, I didn't know how to uh, incorporate that kind of work into acting. And now I now for me, it's like completely central, and yeah. completely uh, like invaluable um, and is really like liberating. Mm. a lot of the time in a very practical way like a very you know when you're just banging your head against a brick wall it like mentally and intellectually and mm. and then you realize the problem is you've been sitting down with the character all day and you need to just yeah. get up and walk around a bit yeah <laughs> totally um but uh yeah that, i think that the biggest thing training wise for me was uh, movement and all physical stuff and what was the hardest the hardest uh, I could say movement as well for that, but I enjoyed the hard and I could do that. But um it was hard. It was all hard. <laughs> I found acting technique very hard just because it's sort of um it's very nerve wracking. Yeah. And I struggled with my nerves still and and you know, it's like it's it's that uh, it's sort of first to the floor the first to the floor situation yeah. had me like 
going mad all through her the whole because you know you don't take it's not like one person the next person it's whoever gets up first gets, yeah, gets to go that's and it, yeah. there's a part of you that does not want to get up because yeah. you're like oh my god I'm going to fail miserably at whatever this improv is and then every and every other voice in your head is saying you better get up because if you don't get up you don't get a chance for another week and you're yeah, kicking yeah, yourself and yeah. um, so that, that that kind of that kind of struggle was was very hard I found I was always I was always psyching myself out of things and mm. um, and just too nervous to move and too nervous to try for a long time mm. Um, so that was hard but I mean geez so necessary because like if you want to be an actor you have to you have to be first to the floor <laughs> yeah I think that's such yeah, a so valuable thing out. yeah because I think you kind of because you definitely like I've <laughs> there's been exercises in that class where I've just been like I won't get up this week but then you do ha- you do have that mental battle with yourself it's like it's like get up it's like get up come on you can do it and you're like you're like having a mental fight with yourself um you're trying to throw yourself out of the chair but i did i set myself a challenge and i was like i'm gonna be it was the week i don't know what it was the week the first week of the largest of the rooms exercise the first day of doing that and i was like i'm gonna be up first i'm gonna be up first this week and i threw myself out of the chair and i, got up <laughs> and I swear it's the only time in, my, in the whole training i probably got a first for anything <laughs> so and this this is something that um I feel it's very useful for people to know because it's definitely something that I didn't have uh, equipped because I was moving away from home for the first time. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like it, it, it could, this could apply to any college living, but I think drama school is such a unique one just because of the time we put in and, and the amount of hours are there and physically and like mentally what it does to us. But in terms of like living with drama school, like how did you manage the lifestyle? Like did you like in terms of physically and mentally, how did you look after yourself and stuff? I, I, I uh, was working uh, all the time that I was in drama school as well, mm. every weekend, um, which, you know, a lot of people do, mm. um, which is really hard. <laughs> and uh, there's kind of no two ways about it. Like, it's not just, it, it's just not having a day off ever. It's yeah. really hard. Mm. Um, but... I think because of that, I managed to find, like any time that I did have that was free, like an hour here or there or a morning, I was just, I appreciated it all the more yeah. because of that. It was, um, but what did, what did I do? I don't know anything that I did. I mean, the thing is, it sort of takes, you see, I wonder if I should have um, had more like hobbies and things in the course of doing drama school. Yeah. I don't know what, I know that some people do that, like they keep up a sport or something. For me, I sort of just, I sort of just focused on the training and got everything that I needed in terms of physical activity from that. I didn't really like exercise that much outside of that. Yeah. Or, um, because there's a lot of phys- physical work in it anyway. De- but I, th- I know that a lot of people, myself included, make use of the counselling service, which is really useful. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you're going through a process like that, that becomes so self-reflective yeah. and you sort of want to have somewhere else that you can go outside of the building to process things that you don't necessarily want to bring with you into the room all the time, totally. um, which I think everybody needs at some point. Um, that was something. But also, like, I think, like, I, I was an adult before this and I had great friendships and... Sort of knew who I was to a certain extent and had people that I could, you know, that I had around me to remind me who I was mm. uh, the whole way through. I think that's important too. And um, I 
I can imagine it would be hard to be younger and sort of maybe rely too much on the layer for for all of your identity and all of your self-worth because I think we're all kind of guilty of that at some at some point there's a moment where you know you fail spectacularly at something and you realize that all of your self-worth is now invested in the layer and if if it's not going well then then nothing is going well Mm. and so I think it's important to to um, to sort of have other ways of knowing yourself the whole way through yeah because I definitely found like like I was 18 when I moved from Cork to Dublin and I, I still I still can't believe I like for a course like the foundation which was shorter but certainly like had carried all the same like weight and kind of toughness and I yeah. definitely found I relied I relied completely on the Lear for everything like I like I met Shifra through the Lear mm. like I met like most of my best friends through the Lear like Stuart and, and all them guys in foundation I'm talking about and like it becomes your whole thing when you're that age and you like I was new to Dublin I didn't have any friends um, and it was a lot easier for me to kind of remove myself from my f- friends back home because they were in another county and I was you know it was easier for me to go like well I can't go because I'm you know in Dublin um, and and like it, that's hard as well it's hard in itself to have hobbies and it's hard to have extracurricular yeah, things because there's when no could time. you possibly do anything <laughs> literally <laughs> yeah no time literally there's no time no like time at all do I usually, what I did was I just picked a good series to watch and watch like one episode a night and then with my mm. dinner and then go to bed. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> um, and this, this is a funny question, but I feel like it's an interesting question because I think sometimes it's like a, a bit of a taboo thing to, to consider. But was there ever a moment, like a flickering moment in the training where you considered dropping out and leaving school? <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean probably you look at like probably not in any serious way I don't yeah. think I ever like but I kept saying really dramatic things like I'm dropping out <laughs> 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 to poor Colin Garney in the office I'm there in tears for like the seventh time this week yeah. going I'm dropping out <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, like I, sometimes it's almost just like it's like a way of throwing a tantrum yeah it's it like, is you need to make me feel better or I'm not doing this anymore. It's like saying you're going to run away from home. It's like I'm running away yeah. and you're here in your room and you're packing your suitcase. <laughs> you can't keep me here, mom. You're taking your box off the shelves and you're like, I'm gone, fuck ye. <laughs> yeah, that, I really relate to that. That was, like, that was, but that was like, I think there was definitely a period for me where I shifted from being very, very sort of obedient to the training into suddenly being like ah fuck this like you know what you know what (laughs) and suddenly and I think that's actually important I don't know if everybody goes through that but I think there is a point at which you kind of just start rebelling against it a bit and you're just a bit like no (laughs) stop making me do things terrifying me all the time (laughs) Uh, so in those moments definitely I I, and and there you know there's the big explosive moments of I'm leaving and then there's the sort of more quieter and more introspective moments where you're like maybe you know do I actually is this actually what I want to be doing with my time yeah um but again I think that's like that's preparation for real life too like mm. I expect to come up against that a lot as yeah. an act that there would be lots of moments of going Jesus <laughs> what have I done yeah um but also like I think it's important to be able to say that out loud because I definitely I know what you're talking about it being kind of taboo because Especially for me and people in my position who who were doing a second degree, 
it was a huge decision and it, you know financially socially in terms of like your life plan mm. to decide to go back into a university environment and you know pay for it and all that um it's it, it can be hard then to to find the courage to articulate maybe maybe this doesn't go any further yeah um but i think that's important as well because if you feel like you're chained to something or or like you're you have no choice then it's just going to become this chore yeah. or you know and that's not what it should be ever it should be no. always you know there's no reason to be an actor other than that you want to yeah exactly. there's like no other reason to do it <laughs> <laughs> there's no good reason so to do it <laughs> yeah it's so it's important to keep wanting to do it and find and to find a way to keep wanting to do it and yeah. as soon as you start beating yourself over the head with it you may go home like exactly because i think like and it's such a funny thing because dropping out of a normal degree and I say normal degree because that's the only way I can say it. But like, if you were to drive, if I say if I went to UCC and I did arts and I dropped out, like it would be fine. Like it, like it, like obviously there it would have it would be a big decision and like it wouldn't be an easy one to come to. But I think that because it's such a, f- a big vocational thing that you mm-hmm. you just and I think I could totally agree with that sentiment of feeling chained to it and like you know you almost have to allow yourself the possibility of saying if I want to I can go like if I if I if I really really do not like it if I really do not feel like I'm if I want to be an actor if I don't want to if I don't want to pursue it any further I can leave and nobody can stop me and that's just my saying Mm -hmm. and that's that's my prerogative because I think that like there's no shame in it and there's no fucking like it's not for everybody and like (laughs) as you say like that secret class of do I want to be an actor because like that's something that like everybody runs into all the time um so there's so there's two final questions and i think fi- i've finally figured out the perfect way to ask them in in sequential order um because i think did you listen to leo's one i listened to yeah i didn't get to listen to the whole thing but i listened to most of it yeah there's i asked this question and i absolutely you mangle it <laughs> I, Ivan, I butchered it i i i ended up i it just i don't even think it was that bad but i i it just sounds so weird when i look back and i'm like i cannot believe those words came out of my mouth um so say so imagine right imagine that time travel exists and <laughs> you're able to go All back right, in, I'm with you. you're able to go back in time uh, to 2017, 17th September, and you can stop Van Gaffney on her way into the Lear on her very first day, and you can give her one piece of advice. What do you say to her? Oh, chill out. Yeah. Like, just chill out. Yeah. Um, like, the key to the whole thing is to relax. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's not. Like, that's there isn't a key to the whole thing. But, like, I suppose if, if there was one thing that would have made everything easier if I could have done it probably would have been if I could have been more relaxed Mm. from an earlier point but I also think that like it's kind of no point me saying that because one of the reasons I needed to be in the lair was to learn how to relax yeah and and it is in the training and it's an important part of it learning how to like just come you know just come back back and up from the problem yeah (laughs) to use some Alexander lingo um but yeah, that's I mean that's that's probably right there. Chill out. Chill out. That's a good one. And 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 finally, then um, <laughs> one of the things that uh, Rowan in your year said to me in my very first days of first year uh, when we had a we had a lovely coffee date and it, 
um, he said to me that it's always kind of important to remember in those tough times when you're 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 there and you're trying stuff and you're like Jesus Christ what the fuck, um, it's always important to remember where you were when you got the call to tell you you got into drama school, because that's such a moment of pure pure elation as I said earlier. Um, pure elation. Pure elation. Uh, yeah, I was in um, I was in uh, the living area of my flat in Dublin by myself. Oh, yeah, a friend of mine had gotten in and had um, and uh, ended up going somewhere else instead. Um, but, and they had gotten the call much earlier and, and immediately got on to me being like, did you get in? <laughs> and I hadn't heard anything. Oh my God. That's such, that's such a bad thing to do. That's like, I never, I would never. Some people did, some people did that to me and I was like, are you having a Fucking I, know. I know. So I, I was sitting there because obviously if you get in, you get a phone call and if you don't or, you know, if you're on witness or whatever, you get an email. Mm. So I was sitting there on the couch with my laptop open in front of me, hoping to God I didn't get an email. Yeah, I yeah. Wishing to God it would ring. And I was there for a good, like, half an hour, I think, oh, before God. anything happened. Because I just, because, you know, then you can't really do anything else. Yeah, that's where I was. That's great. I love that because it's... Okay. It's such a it's such a funny question because like nobody's ever doing anything like spectacular like I've never you never ask anyone and they never go like well I was climbing, climbing Mount Everest and um, <laughs> like you never like it's always something completely inelegant but I think it's such a uh, yeah but it's because we all knew we all knew that was the morning we'd find out so yeah. we were all doing nothing <laughs> yeah, just exactly. thinking and hoping and praying exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but thank you so much I think that's that's where we wrap it up uh, thanks so much for coming on. Ah. Not at all, that was fun. <laughs> was it fun? And there you have it. That's a Van Gaffney for you in all her wonderful splendour. Thank you very much for clicking on to the episode, guys. If you enjoyed it, as ever, good uh, good review, uh, good rating on Apple Podcast, if you don't mind. And, you know, as ever, just tell your friends about it. Anything you can do to help expand the life of this podcast will be greatly appreciated. Um, and as ever, if there's anything I haven't asked that you would like to know about drama training please give me a message on our Instagram page or email or Twitter or Facebook or any social media platform. Hit us up on that and we'll get back to you about that. Thank you once again for clicking on. Um, And yeah, we'll see you again next time.